0: Welcome my friend to another episode of The Chit Show where we consciously deepen our inner peace. Tonight the subject is all about stress. So is it good, is it bad? How, if it's good, how good is it? Then if it's bad, how bad is it? We hear a lot of, of, uh, well, we hear it all the time that we need to to lower our stress to not stress so much and not take things uh, too personally. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the big stuff. (laughs) So there's always, I find, there's always a lot of confusion about stress in particular. So if stress, what is stress? And if stress is good or bad, and then if it's good, then what should we do about it? And if it's bad, then again, what should we do about it? So uh, uh, I got uh, we're on, live on Inside Timer. I have access to the chat. So hi Farnaz, uh, hello Olivia, thank you for being here, and uh, hello Liz, thank you for being with us. And the the main subject or the main idea that I want to to share with you uh, this uh, this evening, because here my time zone it's seven p.m. seven o three p.m. Eastern time, but for you it might be uh, the you know the saturday morning it might be a bit earlier during the day so the idea that i want to share with you is that stress is neither good nor bad it can be good in various situations and it can be not so good <laughs> in other situations but stress remains stress look I am the first to uh, to to share with you a message about consciously deepening our inner peace. So obviously, f- from uh, my company and from my message perspective, stress it's not the best thing in the world. <laughs> if I if I share you to deepen your inner peace, to lower your stress levels, so you can. Uh, you can create happy moments and remember them. So memorable, happy moments, when you lower your inner peace and you bring the joy, those two together create uh, a happy moment. So every time that you do that, you create happy memories that uh, you can cherish for, uh, for a very long time. So I'm the first to share with you or to invite you To deepen your inner peace and one of those one of those ways is to lower your stress regardless of the stress that you're you have in your life right now but that that does not mean that there is no good side to stress when we when we we exercise for example when we go to the gym and exercise or when we start to know running outside or when we challenge our body physically that is stress we put stress on our body when we lift a weight it puts stress on our muscles and when that stress when, when that stress goes into our muscle the stress that we put our on our muscles initially it's not it's not good because when we, when we lift heavy or when we start a new program or when we push our limits, what happens in our body in a, you know, in a very simple way, I'm not going to get into the, the whole biological stuff, but what happens in our bodies is that our muscle fibers are tear, tore, tore, tear, (laughs) or tore. And it's the, the healing process that builds them stronger and then we can face a stronger uh yeah stronger stress or more stress in the future but the initial stress that we put on our muscle it's not good but if we don't do that if we don't put that stress on our muscles then they cannot rebuild stronger and healthier so even though the original stress it's not too good (laughs) the 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 result from it is very positive so there, there are good stress there is good stress and there is you know not so good stress but in an overall um, how could I say the main the main perspective or the main idea is that it's not stress by itself that is good or that it's bad it's the way we manage it, the way we handle this stress that will result in a, in a good outcome or in a not so good outcome. So if we take the, the same example of going to the gym, when I go to the gym, I tear my muscles, I put stress on my muscle, I tear the muscle fibers. And if I don't take the time to heal and I go back to the gym, and I put more stress on it, I, I as we call it, I overtrain, I don't rest enough, I don't eat what, uh, what my body needs to rebuild and to heal, then the, the stress is going to get overwhelming and my body will literally break down. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's, it, it's how I manage that stress. How I, I, I deal with that stress that in this case I consciously put on my body, but it's the same for all types of uh, stressors. It's how I manage those stressors that will determine if that stressor is that or that stress is a uh, will create a good outcome or will hinder my progress or even in most uh, in extreme cases make me sick and so on and so forth. So it's it's really the idea that we we need to start to see stress differently. We need to embrace stress as a an element like a, a part of the equation and to Learn how to change our perspective to it because when we have the perspective of always lowering it and always uh, pushing stress away then we miss out on the opportunity to have good stress or have stress that will create a good outcome like when we we challenge ourselves to the gym or when we challenge ourselves to uh to um uh, you know create something or build something or get out of our comfort zone knowing that the outcome, if we manage to stress correctly, we know that the outcome will be, will be good. So by always having the, the mentality of lowering the stress and not getting stressed in any way, if we push that too far, then we miss out on a lot of opportunities that can be very helpful and uh, very supportive for us in the the short medium or long uh, uh, long run so first element is to start switching our perspective on stress to be able to embrace it there are ways that uh, i'm going to share with you a little bit later three ways to manage stress in a way that's going to uh, I'm not, I'm not going to guarantee anything, <laughs> but it's, it's a way to manage or three ways to manage any type of stressors that come towards you or that you create, consciously create, and that can, uh, almost guarantee a good outcome with, uh, with those, uh, with that stress, because the, the, you know, we cannot, Uh, not be stressed we cannot have no stress whatsoever well we can but (laughs) some somebody that has no stress whatsoever it's the equivalent of a flat line when you see a a a heartbeat so if it's a flat line yeah there's no stress but there's no life either so that's not what we want to do (laughs) but stress come and go and it's it's present almost constantly so we need to learn how to manage it. We need to learn first of all to embrace it, to accept it at least. Accept that stress is part of our lives and then we can start to manage it in a much better way. So. Uh problem. Farnas. I get really annoyed when people tell me to calm down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That usually puts more stress in the situation than you know ideally calming down. <laughs> That's a good point. I want to uh I want to know from your perspective, what are the the biggest stressors in your life, the biggest source of stress in your life that are that are challenging you right now and if you, if with what I just said for the first uh, 10 minutes that we we talked, if with what I said, you can start switching your perspective because there are some stress or stressors that we it's very difficult to to um to twist in in a uh, in a positive way if we go really large and we say okay well you know right now in this world there are pe- there are people at war there are people oppressed there are people that are that are literally uh dying from uh from famine or for not having clean water like if we go really big it can get really really heavy really stressful and those stressors those sources of stress are always there It's how we manage them that we uh, or I I would say it's in the way that we manage them that we can still find inner peace. So right now, I I would like to uh, if you feel like sharing in the in the chat, I'd like to know what are the the major sources of stress that you have in your life right now. And if by uh, opening up to the perspective of looking at those those sources of stress differently, you could find, you could start to find a new path or a new way to manage them. If you want to, if you want to share, obviously it's not, uh, it's not an obligation. I can share some of, some of mine to give you a, a little bit of an idea of the the range of uh, stressors that we have on a daily basis, there are many stressors that we don't have any any uh control over, even though I don't really like the word control but uh,
1: <laughs>
0: we we can't really do anything about those stressors because they're there they're here in our environment on uh, on a consistent basis so you know you can have a uh, a really big um uh, a really big stressor is like the climate change and you know the pollution if you live in a in a bigger city uh, it could be the the constant noise also if you live on a busy street uh, it could be also the the absence of noise if you live a uh, you know in a more more remote location and you need a little bit of noise to be <coughs> to feel uh, feel comforted that you know life is happening and it's not like super silent so sometimes people prefer that there are many ways that uh ambient ambient i guess uh stressors that are always there that it can come from anywhere also there are stressors that we create ourselves we create our own stress a lot of this stress or one major stressor that we we have almost total control over (laughs) that we can manage easily at least is our thoughts just by our thoughts we can have we can create a lot of stress in us what we eat what we choose to eat can also create stress it does create stress every time we eat something it does create stress is the amount of stress that we create on our body or on our digestive system worth it because the outcome is better because we we nourish ourselves with good food that's the that's the 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 question like if is the the stress worth it for the outcome then that's what you you can ask yourself so uh i got a little bit i got lost in the comment all right, Farnaz, There's not enough time in the day. That's the the time management or having the the feeling that you know time is is slipping away. We don't have enough time in a day. That's a really good one. That that comes to our perception because obviously we all have the same amount of time in in the day. We all have the same 24 hours. It's how we use those 24 hours that can either stress us out, or we can um, really invest ourselves in how we, we manage those 24 hours to create something that is worth the, the amount of stress that we create for ourselves. Olivia, maybe something a bit silly, but as I get older, I realize how important basic things are. Sleep, movement, stress management. I tend to stress about trying to get all of those things right or perfect. Really good, uh, really good example, Olivia. <coughs> I have a, a little tickle in my throat. That's another stressor. <laughs> it's a pretty good, uh, pretty interesting stressor when the, I'm live on camera. <laughs> but yeah, for what uh, Olivia shared even coming back to the basics so sleep movement stress management what we eat uh, drinking enough water you know moving more whatever having those uh, understanding that those elements are important and putting putting them as priorities that puts stress on us we choose to put to to put those items as priorities but then as Olivia shares, to try to get them perfect so everything aligns and I benefit the most from it, that puts a lot of, uh, a lot of psychological and emotional stress on my day-to-day routine or habits. Farnaz, I got a lot to do and I can't manage my time properly. So there's the, the time management piece, but then there's the, the stress about managing time the stress that we create ourselves about having uh the, the to-do list and checking everything on that list so those are, are really conscious stressors while well, conscious or not they're really personal stressors that we put on ourselves we create that stress so it's you know stress can be um stress is everywhere at the all the time but it's really how we manage those stressors that will create either a a positive outcome for us or a not so positive outcome and most of the time to give you a little a little hint of where we're going with this most of the time when we're conscious about our stressors we can naturally manage them in a better way and the outcome will be better. If we're not conscious or unconscious about our stressors, so we're trying to, you know, we get up and we're trying to catch up on the day and, you know, manage our time and manage, uh, try to, to do our best to have to do everything right. And we're not conscious on the present moment. We're not conscious on our uh, about our, our emotions. We're not conscious about where we've been and where we're going. We're just trying to to catch up on the uh, in the rat race, as they call it. And then when it's when our stressors are unconscious, usually we don't we don't manage them too well, and it ends up giving or creating outcomes that we're, we're not really uh, we it, it's tough to appreciate them <laughs> it's tough on us it's tough on our health on our mental health and it it uh, by creating not so not so good outcomes then the next morning we have to deal with those outcomes which creates more stress and then so on and so forth so it's the main you know the the idea is to become conscious of all our stressors to deal with them in a more uh in a more conscious way but in a more loving way so the outcomes of those stressors can uh, uh well the outcomes are going to be better for for us so three ways to manage our stressors better and as i just said the first step is to be more conscious about what is actually stressing us. So I'm gonna, we're not gonna do this right now, but I invite you over the the weekend or over the next couple of days to make a list of everything that stresses you. Usually, most of that list will, will be what we call, you know, bad stress or you know (laughs) not so good stress or so all the make a list of all the stressors of all the sources of stress that you have right now in your life and then it's going to bring you it's going to open up your awareness and deepen your consciousness about those stressors and have the uh, you can do this like in one shot you can do this in the multiple like all over the the weekend or the week if you want and every time that something stresses you a little bit you write it down and then it's gonna bring some consciousness into your main stressors and your overall stress and then you can address those stressors in the two the three ways that i'm gonna share with you so well actually let's let's do it uh let's do it more interactive a little bit. I'd like to know how do you manage your stress? how do you manage uh how do you manage and when does it kick in that you need to manage your stress so are you are you somebody that uh, uh have a routine or daily habits to manage your stress so it doesn't go too high? or you're the type of person that is not really aware of the, the main stressors in your life and then it just gets you, hits you hard and you need to either shut down or take a vacation and then once that is done and your stress levels are, are lower, you go back and then it's a cycle that repeats itself uh, on, a, on a regular basis so let me uh, let me know in the comments when are you when do you manage your stress what is the cue that tells you that you need to manage your stress now (laughs) and what do you do to manage those uh, that that level of stress so for me uh, 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 Liz uh, wait okay there was a a few comments Uh, Liz, oh, Medicare, okay, meditate, not Medicare, yeah, (laughs) meditate in the a.m., get to bed at night, regular time helps, so having daily habits to manage the the stressors of the day. Olivia, I don't think I manage it well, it is often too late when I realize I need to do something about it, so that's also, uh, it would be also benefit. Bene- beneficial <laughs> to be more aware more conscious of what the stressors are to be able to um to address them early and liz yeah correct, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> medicare would be a different way to to deal with stress usually with the uh, pharmaceutical uh, products or whatever that causes more stress on the body and you know it's to each their own perspective if it if it's worth it or not but uh, definitely meditation I uh, (laughs) I agree with that one so for me I I build in uh, I build in my stress management throughout my day so I uh, I is it perfect far from being perfect I'm a very calm person (laughs) but Sometimes I I get annoyed, sometimes it builds up and I'm the type of person that kind of thinks too much. I do a lot of, uh, I get a lot of uh, paralysis by analysis. So when I analyze too much and I start uh, feeling paralyzed and I know that the, the stress level is way too much, I try to, I do my best for every day to do something to manage my stress meditation relaxation self-care i like to take baths even though it's been months that i that i took one Uh, i i like to um, i like to take naps i i take a nap almost uh, almost every day with uh, usually with queenie like anything that can help me to disconnect from the the big stressor that's happening at the moment so i try to build that uh, I do my best to put some uh, elements throughout the day, like I, I, I meditate/slash listen to music every night before uh, before going to uh, in in bed, but before sleeping. So for me, that helps me to have a really good sleep, and then I get up the next day and I, I'm I'm re-energized and I'm ready for the uh, for the day. So i i'm more the type to build in build it in the day otherwise i'm i'm gonna forget it so uh, i i need uh, even though i'm not super uh, <clears throat> a big fan of routines <laughs> if i don't build myself some routines then it's it's not it doesn't work as well without uh, without them and with queenie now that in my life uh, for those who don't know, it's uh, my, my senior cat. She's probably somewhere. Uh, she's been in my life for a year and a half now, and she really likes her routine. And as soon as I, I disrupt her routine, then <laughs> she lets me know. So she helps me on that note that, you know, every day I wake up at the same time. And most of uh, most of the, the night before going to bed, uh, in bed, but before going to sleep, I I meditate or I listen to something that relaxes me to have a really good night of sleep. But there are a lot of stuff, there are a lot of actions that I could take that sometimes I take, sometimes I don't take, that if I take them, it puts stress on my body, but the outcome is very positive. And if I don't take those actions or if I take other actions, It still puts stress on my body, but the outcome is way less favorable. As I shared earlier, what I eat on a daily basis, uh, what I, uh, you know, for me I'm an an emotional eater. So when I'm uh, when I'm stressed or when I'm bored or when I'm angry, I just stuff my face with whatever, and it's usually not super healthy stuff. So that puts stress on my body, but because I'm not, I'm not uh, super conscious about it, and I make choices just to soothe me. That <clears throat> the outcome, uh, the outcomes are not super positive. <laughs> so I could choose differently. How do I do that? The first step is always about um, about being more conscious. So when I now I know, it took me years to figure it out, but now I know that I'm an emotional eater and when i get emotional for you know uh, on, on a high or on the low i know that i'm going to eat i'm going to overeat so sometimes if i'm if i'm uh, you know aware enough <laughs> doesn't happen uh, super often but sometimes when i'm aware enough i will choose something to eat that, that feels good that suits me but at the same time i'm going to pair that with more more movement or an activity that's going to kind of counter counterbalance the whole thing we're going to see the the counterbalancing uh, a little bit later on but keep that in mind that first step is to be aware to be more conscious about what actually stresses you so that's where the, the the list comes in to put it in writing and then, okay, this stresses me a lot, so what can I do about it? And then that thing and this thing and the other stressor. And how do you manage your stress or those stressors in a better way? Here are three ways that I want to share with you. So the first one might seem obvious and I, I get that most of the time, it seems like we don't have that uh, that uh, option but we always do (laughs) the 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 decision might not be super easy but we always have that option and the the first step or the first uh, way or the first um, the first approach to manage your stress better is to choose your stressors so let's say uh, on a professional level if i'm in a position that uh, it puts a lot of pressure on me i'm not in a good working environment i'm not uh, i'm not fulfilled by the position uh, my co-workers are not super uh, super great to work with all of those are stressors that put a lot of stress on me and I don't, obviously, I don't have control on others, it would be great to just change them and, you know, <laughs> everything would be perfect, but because I don't have much to say on what's happening with others and the, you know, the, 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 the type of job or whatever, then it's it's, uh, it's difficult to make the choice to choose to switch environment. Because all of those stressors, if I stay there, all of those stressors will be there. So I either need to change my perspective on those stressors so they stress me less, which is the, the, the next point. But the, main, the first option that presents, that, that is present for me, or the first approach that I can take to manage all of those stressors, is to remove myself from that situation and in this situation go work somewhere else now i get that this is usually much more difficult uh well it's much easier to say than to than to do but keep that uh, approach in mind it, it's not just for the 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 work or the professional side it can be uh, like if we take, again, the uh, the piece about eating, then if, as I am uh, an emotional eater, if I surround myself with lots of not so great food, I love pies, so if I surround myself with pies in a, an emotional moment in my life, I'm going to eat all the pies that there are <laughs> that I that I can see like there is no no competition whatsoever so when I feel an emotional moment coming or I know it's gonna come or I feel it coming up then what I can do is choose different foods choose to surround myself with different foods so when it hits what I eat still puts stress on my body, but the outcome is much better. So that's another way to to choose what is around you, to choose your stressors. Like I still have to eat. So by choosing a better or a, uh, a stressor, a different stressor that's gonna create a better outcome for me, then ultimately I put less stress on, on my body. So it's the same thing with any type of stressors that you identify on your list. Ask yourself the first, can you take that first approach by uh, of changing or choosing a different stressor? Sometimes it's possible, sometimes it's very difficult, and sometimes it feels impossible. There's always a, a, a choice, but the 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 question the ultimate question as the as i shared at the beginning is by changing my stressor in that situation will this give me a positive or a supportive outcome or am i better off by keeping the stressor that is currently present but keep in mind the first approach is to choose or change your stress uh, your source of stress Uh, farnaz i smoke cigarette to to cope that's another type of uh, of stressor so when we get emotional when we get stress when we get uh, you know in in a different uh, in a not calm (laughs) inner state some people smoke some people use uh, uh, drugs alcohol whatever first approach Can you change that stressor? So sometimes, uh, you know, some people, well, I know my father used to smoke three packs of cigarettes per day. And at one point he got up one morning and he said, like, those are my last uh, packs of cigarettes. He smoked three packs of cigarette. And the very next day he, he quit, but he started eating those little candy cigarettes and he gained a lot of weight <laughs> so what was the the, the weight gain it, it's as as much as stress as the the smoking was the weight gain a better outcome than the the smoking that's up to him to decide <laughs> but definitely by by choosing differently by switching to a new um a new stressor then the outcome will be will be different it's up to you to to choose and to to find and to decide to switch to a better uh, a better stressor where the outcome is better for you. Uh, Jeff, sometimes I allow myself to eat bad food when stressed, but only if I walk a good distance to get the food. Eat it. That's a really good way to to balance. And we're going to cover that. It's that's tip number three to counterbalance our our stressors. So. That's a really good way to do it. I usually I think about it, <laughs> and then I I just walk two minutes to the the store and get a a pie that you know I eat one shot and then it's like a thousand calories. So for me that doesn't work really well like that. But uh, I'm I'm I'm. It's good that you brought this up, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, Farnaz, I've had many last packs. Yeah, <laughs> they always. Always, uh, you know, quitting, coming back, quitting, coming back. It's definitely, a, it, it's a lot. It's another, uh, another type of uh, of stress. You know, it, it's proven that f- uh, physically, we. It's the same thing for for smoking, for drugs, for alcohol, any type of dependencies that you might have it's proven that physically within 48 to 72 hours your body does not need it does not crave whatever you were you you were addicted to it's all a psychological game so you need to change your psychological uh, uh your 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 mental state and your psychological cues to be able to either change for something else as my my dad did or to completely eliminate the, um, the, the, the addiction. One good way to do that is to replace whatever the addiction you have by something else, ideally a healthier habit, a different stress, but that will cause a uh, positive, uh, that will generate a positive outcome. All right. Uh, Sammy, so very relatable, and Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate I appreciate that comment. I see those uh, little uh, uh, hearts there in the corner, so thank you for for this. I, I, I really appreciate it. I, lo- I love it to to have the confirmation that my my message resonates with you. All right, first approach, first idea is to choose your stressors to change them for something that will Uh, generate a more positive outcome for you number two is what we if we if we find ourselves in a position where we cannot change stressors or we choose to keep the one that the, the ones that we have then our second approach or second yeah, second step or second level of that approach is to reduce that stress to a, to, well, maximum, reduce it in the maximum way. So the stress is minimal as, as little stress as possible. So if we cannot get rid of that stress, we lower it at a minimum. So the, the stress on our bodies or the stress on our minds or on our lives will generate a a plus or a positive result. So the, the stress will be uh, will be worth it. I can uh, get the, come back to the, the same uh, example for, for me. I know that my emotions are going to go up and down for the rest of my life. So I can, if I cannot change the, 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 the food that's around me, at least I can reduce it at a minimum. So let's say it, it It would be a, a big uh, mental challenge, but let's say instead of eating a whole pie, I can limit myself to just one piece. so to to enjoy it for a longer period. Yeah, I, I have to admit that one would be tough for me. <laughs> but by keeping the same stressors, so the 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 pie eating when I feel uh, when I feel emotionally high or low, then the the by changing the or by limiting or reducing the stress of eating a whole pie by eating just the a piece of it then the outcome for me it's going to be it's going to be positive it's going to be soothing but it's not going to have so much of a, a a bad result or so much of a, a, a negative outcome that it's going to completely throw me out of balance again you can have many 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 examples like uh, uh shared with us the 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 smoking you can lower your amount of smoking during a day uh if you have a um if we we, we take the the work example if you cannot switch take yourself out of the equation or switch work In a in a quick way or in a quite like you know within a a a short period of time, then what you can do is lower or um, reduce the amount of interactions that you have with your colleagues or distance yourself a little bit from the from the work or you know take on new uh, projects or whatever you need to do to lower to reduce the amount of stress that is created from the same stressors so first idea change the stressors choose something different that will create positive outcomes second option is to keep the same stressors but reduce the the stress that they give you or that they generate for you and third uh, third uh, options or a, a third level of that approach is to do as uh, Jeff shared with us is to counterbalance the, the, the positive stressors and the not so positive stressors. So, Jeff gave us a great example. If I want to eat something that I know is not like fast food, it's. I know it's not super great for, for me, then I'm going to choose the fast food that is 15 minutes or 30 minutes of walk. So by walking to it, getting the fast food and walking back, I, I put a different stress on my body that counterbalances in uh, with a positive outcome for the other stressor that doesn't create such a great uh, a great outcome uh, <laughs> in, in the in the end. So by counterbalancing what I know that is not super positive with a super positive. So if we say uh, you know by by counterbalancing a bad stressor or a, a really um, yeah let's say just good and bad. So a bad stressor by a, a good stressor. Or a bad outcome by a, a a desirable outcome, then I counterbalance it, and that I put that as a a third a third option or a third level in that approach, because it it uh, neutralizes you know you do a positive to neutralize the negative. So at the end of the day, if you're always working like that, okay, well, this is negative, so I'm going to do a positive, this is negative, I'm going to do do a positive, you're coming back to to zero, which is not a a bad place to be, but you could definitely get a better result and to capitalize on those outcomes, on those positive outcomes, if you either do the first approach so you switch those uh, those uh, stressors you choose something different that creates a positive outcome from the get-go or by keeping what you have and reducing the the levels of stress that it puts on you so the ultimate outcome you're you know at the end of the day at the end of the week at the end of the month you're still in a positive uh, in a positive outcome. So the third approach is to counterbalance. When you know something it will be rough, then you counterbalance with something that's great to really um, uh, find your, your your balance back in that equation. A good example, the the uh, well for many of us, maybe you have different celebrations throughout the year but the the for many countries it's the the holidays are coming up with christmas and new years lots of parties lots of uh, family dinners and celebration where we overeat most of the time we drink more alcohol we (laughs) a bunch of stressors that we put on ourselves so by by uh you know if we if we choose to keep those stressors then we can reduce them to you know eat a little bit less drink a little bit less uh, you know go to bed at a more reasonable hour or we can counterbalance the the holidays by preparing and getting choosing or making better decisions heading into the holidays so we're better equipped we're already re-energized when we go into the holidays. And then once we're out of those th- those two or three weeks in January, then we get back to regular, maybe a more stricter routine, but much healthier to counterbalance for the holidays that really took a, a hit on us. So that's another way to counterbalance. It doesn't need to be like... Uh, well, Jeff, is a, it's a great example, you know, uh, to have access, to get access or to give myself the access of something that's not too great, I'm going to do something, um, I'm going to create, how could I say, a distance with that not so great stress or stressor with something positive to counterbalance on the spot. Or I can do you know, prep prepping uh, before, or uh, doubling down on more healthy stuff after. So that's the the third uh, the third option. In that third option, the what to keep in mind is that when we counterbalance, what we're really doing is that, or what we what we we benefit from doing the most is that we understand we get more clarity we get conscious more more conscious uh about the the, the the negative stressors and on the on the flip side we multiply the positive ones so it comes back to the the, the, the little uh, exercise or challenge that i that i'm sending you to take a few days to write down your stressors and not just the main ones, every single thing, every single element in your life that stresses you, that's recurring on a regular basis or once in a while, everything that stresses you. And then from that, you can take one of the three approaches. So either first question, can I change that source of stress for something else that creates a better outcome for me? If I cannot, or I choose not to, then how can I lower and reduce that source of stress or the, the amount of stress that that creates for me? And if I, I cannot do that, or even once I lowered it, if I, if I want to get Uh, to go one step further, what can I do to counterbalance that stressor, that amount of stress with something, it's going to be another stressor, but it's going to be something that brings me uh, a a positive outcome. So those are the three, after you did your list, those are the three levels, I would say, of approach that you can, uh, that you you uh, You would greatly benefit from putting in place asking yourself those questions and then taking actions to manage your stress in a much more uh, in a much healthier way and always keeping in mind that it's not the the stress by itself that it puts on you that is is bad or that you should get rid of because i strongly believe that we cannot completely get rid of stress it's how we manage it how we we accept it and we manage it, and the decisions we take that creates either well, that creates more conscious stress on us so we can manage it better. that creates our uh, a, a positive uh, a positive outcome and a uh, a healthy lifestyle, and then we benefit from that. All right uh jeff also sometimes after the walk i feel good enough not to eat too much that's another great way that's uh to to do that when you put a certain distance or you delay the gratification that you know it's not going to be super positive most of the time by the time you get there with or while doing something positive for you or you know self-care or whatever a walk or then by the time you get there, the fast food might not look super interesting, and then you go to the, the salad bar on the side, or you know the the Mexican restaurant or whatever. So you change your mind along the way because you're you're it, when you're conscious about it, of course, it comes to mind that you're already doing something positive. You're already helping yourself out by either counterbalancing or choosing, well, yeah, by either by counterbalancing. And then at the end, you end up choosing something completely different. So then you have two positives instead of a positive and a not so positive. Uh, Laura, uh, pleasure or reward? Uh, I'm I'm guessing that you're, yes, for for the the counterbalancing. Yes. So that's that's one way to, to look at it is that once you have your list and some of the the stressors you're gonna you're gonna choose to not change them you're gonna try to reduce them as much as you can and also if you want to get a a step further to kind of neutralize the the not so good stress you choose another one that has a a positive outlook so always uh, making sure that pleasure or reward Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes our guilty pleasures don't give us such a, a positive outcome. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's instant gratification. It, it feels good at the moment, but then if, uh, you know, we overdo it or, you know, then the outcome is not super, uh, super positive. So make sure that in the pleasure, in the reward to counterbalance, the outcome needs to be positive, knowing that. The outcome from the the stressor that you can't really do anything about will be not so good. So you have to have a positive outlook to counterbalance that. But definitely having that that um, that mindset that I'm I I know I'm gonna go through a, a rough time, so I'm gonna prepare myself or take care of myself at first, or once I go through a tough moment that really challenged me or stressed me out then i can reward myself with some pleasurable items always keeping in mind that the outcome needs to be positive because a, an instant pleasure that brings more stress later is again we'll have to counterbalance <laughs> a little bit later so anyway the, the 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 how you see it can uh, your perspective can can uh, differ on it, but definitely first step, ask yourself if you can completely switch to another stressor. Second level, if you if you choose even if you choose to to switch to a new a new stressor, second level is to reduce the stress that it it uh, puts on you to a minimum and then the third is to counterbalance that's that not so good uh, that stressor that is not so good in an outcome uh, in its outcome with another it's going to be a stressor still but with another element that you have a positive outcome from all right uh, you're welcome Laura Hannah i try to schedule stressful events to be surrounded by positive events it doesn't always work but it helps most uh, most times. I try to schedule uh, stressful events to be surrounded. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. So if uh, if I understand correctly, you're, you're, you schedule your counterbalancing. So a stressful event is coming up, so you surround that event with various other positive events to Uh, well, ultimately to minimize the impact of the stressful event on you, but uh, keep, uh, well not but, and I invite you to to uh, consider that even all the positive events around are also stressors, they will bring you a level of stress, but as long as the outcome of those positive events are greater than the, the 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 negative outcome of the stressful event then you're you it's perfect you're you're in good uh you you're in good uh, in a good setting all right so i hope that helps you that's what i have to share with you uh this evening and uh you know a quick recap first idea is well, the, the first uh, concept is to change our perspective on stress. Stress is not only bad, it's the way we manage it and the outcome that we get from our stressors, from managing our stressors that can be positive or not so positive. So accept stress, embrace stress and be conscious about it. So your list of main stressors or all the stressors that are affecting you right now and then you can ask yourself the three questions. First one, can I change? Can I change it? Can I choose differently to get a different outcome for the same level of stress? If not, or if I choose not to, then can I reduce that stress to a minimum Still getting the positive outcome, but reducing the stress that it puts on me. And third a third question, can I counterbalance that not so good stress or that negative stress with not so good outcome with a, a pleasure, a reward, a positive, uh, you know a positive uh, uh, cousin or <laughs> other event? always making sure that the outcome of that counterbalancing is positive so it outweighs the 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 not so good or the negative outcome of the the main stressors that we we choose to keep or we cannot uh, we cannot change so uh laura like drinking something nice uh after yeah like whatever, whatever brings you that uh, positive outcome. So, you know, for me, when I go through a stressful moment, I, I, after the moment, I take myself out of the situation, I sit in a corner, and then I just breathe, and I meditate a little bit. So that's for me to know to calm down and then rejuvenate a little bit and then come back in the in the situation but definitely it can it can be whatever brings you a positive outcome Uh, Hannah even a shower can be rewarding definitely I I'm a bath person so candles and scented uh, uh, bubble bath and that relaxes me for for a lot of uh, a lot of those stressful moments uh, a good tea, like Laura shared, doing something nice. Self care is all about that. So, self care—you you're doing two two things at once, or two levels of that approach at once. You're choosing differently. You could be when you're you're uh, taking care of yourself, which creates a positive outcome. You could be something. Com- you could be doing something completely different and then not have the positive outcome. So you're choosing stressors that will bring you uh, good outcomes that will make you feel good. And at the same time, you counterbalance for whatever is coming up or whatever just happened. When you take care of yourself, you put yourself first. It's the best way. To choose your stressors and to manage the extra or the, the overwhelming stress that is happening in your life. I had a, an exercise to, to do I completely <laughs> I completely missed it but I can see that we busted the, the time so I'm gonna be mindful and respectful of your time thank you for for being here thank you for participating I always appreciate your your presence and your attention and uh the replay all the replays of the chit show that i'm doing on Inside timer will be uh within 48 hours about will be on my youtube channel so you can go check it out on youtube search for my name ian renault and you're going to find my my channel so if you want to go back uh through this discussion to, you know, get uh, the the three steps or the three questions or something that you you want to revisit or any other uh, live on Insight Timer or on YouTube, all the replays are there. And also finally, uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow tomorrow morning for me, so depending on where you are, might be a different time of day, but tomorrow, 11, 11 Eastern time we will do a sadhana saturdays so it's a, a weekly practice where we focus on one exercise or one concept and we practice it in various ways and tomorrow it is all about body scans so how to do a body scans how to understand or analyze our results and how to get the the most uh, from uh, from them so I hope uh, to see you there. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Take good care of yourselves. I will see you either tomorrow or next week. Same place, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Insight Timer. There's going to be another episode of The Chit Show where we consciously deepen our inner peace. Thank you. Take good care of yourself manage your stress better, stay conscious, and I'll see you in a little bit. Namaste, my friend.